Hello, everyone, and welcome back to The Rundown, where we talk about 2A news and conservative views. I will be your host today, Craig Deleuze, coming at you from the West Coast, the Left Coast, behind the Iron Curtain, otherwise known as the Sierras. And unfortunately today, uh, well, it, folks, it is just going to be me. So, you know, we'll have a good time. Most no, no, no doubt. No doubt. We're going to have a good time today because, you know, it is one of our favorite days of the week. That's right. It's Taco Tuesday. It's raining tacos from out of the sky. Tacos. No need to ask why. Just open your mouth and close your eyes. It's raining tacos. It's raining tacos. Out in the street. Tacos. All you can eat. That's right, folks. It is Taco Tuesday. Uh, we, you know, I don't know if we decided to just call, just focus on Taco Tuesday because, uh, well, because we really like tacos. And Mike and I, is, if you've ever watched on Taco Tuesday, you know that uh, we could probably do a whole, a whole show just on the different types of tacos that you can eat. But, you know, anyway, or it's because we like that song. It, it's one of the two, but it, it is a very, very catchy, fun song. And so we just look forward to playing it every Tuesday. So. If that's a bother to you, if that's not uh, gunny enough for you, I don't know what to tell you. But clearly, clearly, our friend Mr. Patrick Collins over at the Gun Foodie, uh, the Gun Foodie, uh, over at the Gun Food, he's a Gun Foodie. Uh, and clearly, he enjoys it. So I'm going to keep doing it. We're going to keep doing it until then. But today, folks, it's just going to be us. As you can see, Mike is not here with us today. Uh, today started off, or this week started off great for him, but then. Uh, well, work made it so that uh, he has, he well, he's got to earn that paycheck, folks. And I, I ain't mad at him. I totally get it. Uh, but we're looking forward. Uh, we're looking forward to having him back. But once again, it's all of us. We've, you know, we're here. To, so, so that's what really matters. Now, one of the things that I want to make sure to note, if you're someone who's watching us on Ops Lens, uh, this is a new one for you because... Normally, you know, we're on from normally we're on from at, at uh, 5 p.m. Eastern or 2 p.m. Pacific. We decided to move the time to 3 p.m. Pacific, 6 p.m. Eastern for two reasons. One, uh, well, you know, we just with schedules and everything, it was just getting harder and harder to keep trying to do it. Keep trying to do it kind of in the more in the middle of the day for me here on the West Coast. But also, we figured we would pick up some more folks there uh, who have finally gotten home from their commute, had an opportunity to tune in. But here's the other great part about it is, those of you who are watching us on OpsLens, well, you can actually communicate with us. You can actually, we're live now on OpsLens. So if you're watching us on OpsLens, uh, do us a favor. You can either chime in via Twitter. You can chime in via, uh, uh, via Facebook. Uh, or even if you go to 2A News, you can time in on our, chime in on our YouTube channel and we will get those comments right here. So now you guys, if you're watching us at home on Ops Lens, which is available on Apple TV, on uh, Roku, uh, you, uh, you will be able to now tune in and watch us and participate in the live discussion, in the live chat as the program is taking place. So with that, uh, we obviously, like uh, Mike is off paying the bills. Uh, I have to make sure that I'm paying the bills here. So the way that's done is we talk to you guys about our sponsors. So let's do that. 
Uh, let's start off by talking about Hitman Industries. You can find them at hitmanindustries.net. If you've purchased an AR in the last five years, chances are you already have one of their barrels in your home. But just in case you do not, well, why not? Why don't you rebuild your, why don't you do a rebuild and maybe rebuild or rebarrel your current rifle or maybe just do a brand new build? Whatever you decide to do, go to Hitman Industries. They'll have exactly what you need. There's also the California Republican Assembly. Ronald Reagan called them the conscience of the Republican Party. Uh, these are folks who are working to elect conservatives to everything from school board all the way up to president of the United States. It is the largest and fastest growing conservative grassroots organization in the state of California. Go to CRAGOP.org and become a member today. Also, got their annual conference coming up. Got some phenomenal speakers. Once again, that's right there at the website. Check it out. Uh, you folks are going to want to be there, be a part, and go and check out that organization. Then we have Hog Holsters. You can find them at hogholsters.com. That's Helping America Wear Guns. Uh, they have the best uh, uh, concealed carry tactical holsters that you can find on the market. And the best part is you can get a discount by using the rundown, all caps, no spaces. You can get a discount on your hog holster today. And then if you're looking for tactical gear, outdoor gear, cold weather gear, whatever it is, if you're looking for helmets or just hats or eyes, glasses or sunglasses or boots or whatever it may be, uh, you can find it at uscombatgear.com. Folks, these folks operate in integrity, uh, fast shipping, great prices. Check them out today. Veteran owned and operated uscombatgear.com. And finally, however you are partaking of the program, please do us a favor, seek them out. Uh, do share, share, share. Let people know uh, how you're doing it, uh, whether you're watching us or you're listening to us. Now, unfortunately, those of you who are just listening to a podcast, you're getting us probably about half an hour to an hour after we're done. So what we'll do, what we do is, is we take the video podcast, we convert it into a, we convert it into an audio podcast and then we send it out to you. So if you're watching this, if you're listening to the show, fortunately you're not listening live, but Hey, it's also great because you can download, you can listen to us wherever you go. You can download us. It's already on your device. So whether you're listening via Apple podcast, uh, Google podcast, Spotify, uh, uh, Oh, what's the one? iHeartRadio. Uh, wherever you get your podcast, you can find uh, you can find the rundown, two A views, two A news, and conservative views. Like, share, subscribe. Like, share, subscribe. We do not care how you partake; we just care that you partake. All right. <coughs> Excuse me. Okay, so now we're gonna go ahead and we're gonna into the first uh, subject of the day. I'm sure you all already know exactly what that is, and it has to do with the, the shooting in Nashville. Now, there's a lot of stuff that's being reported. Uh, I think it's pretty obvious that, uh, that some of the things that are real kind of... So we know that an individual went into a, an elementary school there in Nashville, Tennessee. Uh, they went in and uh, with uh, three firearms. Now, I've seen two different reports. One said it was a, a, a long gun, one long gun, two handguns. Another report said it was two long guns, one handgun. I'm probably more inclined to believe two handguns, one long gun. Uh, but, you know, once again, I wasn't there. I'm just telling you what the reports are telling you. Uh, we also know that this individual is a biological female who apparently is transitioning or is transgender and is, uh, uh, was it, uh, what's the term I'm looking for? Believe they're a male or is uh, identifies as a male. Anyway. Uh, that's one thing that initially they really couldn't tell you the gender. 
Uh, and by the way, that's 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 only significant in this case. Uh, there have been, I believe, a grand total of it's either five or seven biological females or women uh, who have engaged in or been uh, be engaged in mass casualty events involving firearms. So this is truly a rarity. All right. Uh, whether, you know, I'm not going to get into the whole transgender thing, uh, except, well, except to say that the media has gone out of their way to try and like not get it wrong. I'm like, there's so many different things in this that you need to be focused on as the media that you need to make sure you get right. I don't understand why that is your number one focus, but Hey, you know what? That's them. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. I don't know what to tell you anyway. So what I wanted to take a real brief moment to is talk to you about what we know. All right. So what we know about the about the shooting that took place uh, there in which and this is a, not not a great piece, but not a bad piece uh, there done by NPR. Um, once again, uh, they already know that this individual basically pulled up. We know that six people have been six people have been killed, including three children, all of them nine years old. Uh, we know that uh, the, this individual, Audrey Hale. Uh, actually attended had one had attended the school at one time. Uh, we know that Audrey's parents were devoutly uh, Christian. They were believers. They were also devoutly anti-gun. So that was kind of that's kind of an interesting dichotomy. But um, we know that Audrey Hale was uh, was a, a left-wing activist. We know that uh, she uh, had uh, she was a, a a trans activist. We know that she was left of center in many cases. And, and we also, once again, we also know that she attended this specific school. Now, a couple of things that they're not going to talk to you about is they're not going to focus on the aspect of the fact that this is, uh, by all indications of what we know so far, there was a manifesto. So we, what they call a manifesto, uh, we will, so I guess we will learn more as time goes on. Uh, but this was a hate crime. Let's be clear. This was because this was a church-run school. This was because this individual was likely to, was forced to attend the school. Uh, 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 this was uh, this was an attack on a Christian church. Now, if once again, this is if we even if we just go by their own particular standards, right? Their own standards is is that well, if, if it's at a church and you go to attack them, I guess. Well, I guess according to the mainstream media, unless it's a black church or it's a uh, uh some sort of a, Latin, a latin church or a latin mass or it is uh an lgbtq church uh i don't know but all i know is <laughs> all i know is is that uh it, this is a christian church and 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 one of the protected classes that we have in this country is uh based on faith uh and this group was in fact attacked because of the school was attacked because of their faith so that's something that they're not going to talk about all right. We know they're not going to talk about it, but it is, in fact, the case. The other thing that they're not going to talk about is in Tennessee uh, that this is another instance of a shooting in a gun free zone. All right. So in Tennessee, even with a concealed carry permit, you are not allowed to carry on campuses. Uh, and how do I know that? Because there was a law that was just introduced this year. And as a matter of fact, I'll, I'll pull up that IBC article right here. There was a law, and they're talking about it right here, just introduced this year that would actually allow, uh, one, there was one that would allow uh, students to carry on college campuses, but there's also one, there all, there's also a, a bill that was introduced 
that would allow for school districts to allow staff, if they had a concealed carry permit, they would be able to carry on campus. So, as a matter of fact, we were going to say, uh, debate over, oh, let's see, let's see, despite calls for local law, from local law enforcement, Republican lawmakers are now looking to loosen the state's gun laws even further, contending that gun owners' rights need to be expanded. No, they just need to be respected. Not expanded, they need to be respected. But we'll, we'll move on from there. Debate over the bill continues as the state recovers from Monday's mass shooting at a Christian school outside of Nashville that left three children and three adults dead. Nashville police, Tuesday, the suspect legally purchased the weapons. Okay, where are we at? State lawmakers introduced gun-related bills that would allow permit carriers to bring weapons to college campuses, and another would allow school staff members to carry a handgun, right? So we now know that that wasn't the case. So this was clearly a gun-free schools, a, school, a gun-free zone. Now, here's the other thing that, uh, that you're not hearing a lot of. You're not hearing that this person drew out and planned this out meticulously. No, I take that back. You are hearing that. But what you're not hearing is, is that there was another site. I do not know if it was another school, but it was another location that was identified uh, that, that they were looking at, but they didn't go after that site because security was going to be too tough. It was probably, it could have been a high school, right? This was, a K, this was an elementary school. They probably targeted a high school because guess what? High schools, or they, they targeted the school also because it, uh, well, it, it, it was where they attended uh, but also it, uh, it was a church anyway, but I digress. Uh, oh, when did this shooting happen? I am sorry. I'm not going to, I'm not going to try and pronounce your name. I think it's Gregor. Um, uh, but the shooting happened yesterday. So this was a shooting that took place yesterday, which was Monday. Uh, would that be Monday, the 27th? It took place yesterday, uh, yesterday, uh, during school hours in there in Tennessee. Um, Anyway, but back to the conversation. So we know that 98% of all mass casualty events involving firearms happen in gun-free zones. Why is that? Because they are looking for target-rich environments where they will meet little resistance, right? So they know that if there's campus security or if there's security guards there, in particular if there's armed security, they know they're going to meet resistance. We know that uh, we know that uh, uh, the number one way or the almost within minutes of, en- of encountering armed resistance, most, most of these individuals, most of these perpetrators either flee, surrender, or kill themselves or get killed. <laughs> one of those things happens within minutes, if not seconds, of encountering an armed individual, whether it is an armed citizen or whether it is a a police officer. Now, these police officers, from the time they got the call to the time this individual was dead, was 14 minutes. They they got the initial call at 1013, and this individual was dead by 1027. So by all accounts, it was remarkable. They were remarkably quick. Right. They haven't really nailed down exactly what was the time difference between when they got the call and when they arrived on campus or when they arrived on campus 
and uh, the difference, the distance in time between when they arrived on campus and when they uh, uh, and when the individual was uh, engaged and then had their and then snuffed out. Uh, that information, I'm sure, will be coming eventually. But all in all, 14 minutes is a pretty quick amount of time. But but here's the problem. The problem we're looking at now is, once again, as I've told you, as we've talked about before, law enforcement is often minutes away when seconds matter. Imagine if there had been an individual, imagine if there had been a teacher or an administrator with a concealed carry permit, with an, with a firearm there on campus who could have engaged the individual within minutes of them arriving from the moment because when they pulled up they shot out some windows they shot out a window they had already planned this all out shot out a window and crawled in a window imagine if they had shot out that window went to crawl in that window and 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 ran into one or two people with the firearm guarantee you on their way in that window they would have been taken out but that's not what happened why because they are now allowed to carry on campus See, a lot of people keep wanting to say, well, how are we going to end? I mean, they want to come to gun rights, folks, and say, how do we end this? How do we end gun violence? How do we end people utilizing firearms? Here's the thing. As long as there is evil, there will be people who will seek to do evil. And uh, we are at a point now, in particular, with the ability to print uh, to print firearms. We are in a situation right now where you are not, the genie's out of the bottle. Right. There is no disarming all of society because once you take the guns, you're going to have to go after the knives. And once you take the knives, you're going to have to take the cars. Once you take the cars, you're going to have to take anything that can be put together in order to make an explosive. Or you're going to have to take away hammers or you're going to have to take away once again anything. The point is, is that we have a violence problem. We have a generation that believes that they have a right to take the lives of others, to do harm to others because they have an issue, because they're angry, because they're upset, because they're depressed. They seem to think they have a right to do this. Well, you know what? We have a responsibility. We as parents, I know the state wants to parent our kids, but we as parents have a responsibility as educators to try as well as educators. We have a responsibility to this next generation to teach them how you deal with these emotions, right? How do you deal with anger? How do you deal with frustration? How do you deal with depression, right? We have to empower them to deal with it. We ought not tell them it's the government's fault. It's the white man's fault. It's the transphobe's fault. It's the gay phobe's fault. Here's the deal. You want to empower somebody? Let them know that they take, let them help them to take ownership of their own feelings. Tell them take ownership of their own emotions. And when they do that, then they can take ownership of their own actions. The reactions to the things that they have, that they take issue with. By doing that, now they can help get out of those situations. Teach them constructive ways to respond instead of destructive ways because that's all they care about. That's all they're preaching. That's all they're teaching, right? The NPR right now is running a whole series on the trans community arming itself. And don't get me wrong. I'm for any community, any individual arming itself in order to protect themselves but in that what the npr is doing is they're talking about it in such a way to say well most of society is going to try and kill you or harm you trans community so you know maybe it's a good thing that you are arming yourself 
They've done the same thing when they talk about how many black people are buying firearms. Once again, they're like, well, you know, the white man is out to get you. The cops are out to get you. Maybe you do need to arm yourself. That's what the media is doing. They're not talking about the fact that there are individuals out there who are trying to victimize you, who are trying to rob you, steal you, steal from you, kill you, rape you. All of those much more likely than the hate crime, supposed hate crimes that they're out there pushing. All of those much more likely. But they're not going to talk about that. Those are the sorts of things, folks, as I said in, in, the, in the title of this piece, those are the things that they are not going to be talking about uh, there in uh, uh, or in these particular stories, in these particular pieces. Sad but true, sad but true. All right, let's move on to our next item. Uh, Obama, st- Obama still lying about guns. Does, does this, I, I hate to say this, but does this really surprise anybody? I mean, are any of you out there really surprised to see this or hear this? No, I'm, I'm going to guess none of you are really surprised by this because Obama is, uh, well, he's a liar. Uh, and, uh, not only that, uh, he hates people who believe in the fundamental right of self-defense. So after the shooting took place yesterday, President Obama took to a Twitter. That's right. He went, he went to Twitter and in his tweet, he decided that he was going to talk about guns. Right. And one of the things, one of the things that he mentioned was we need to do something right because guns are the number one killer of children. All right. This is a lie. I think I started off with that, right? I did start off by talking about that this was a lie. And let's talk about exactly how this is a lie. And in this piece at Breitbart, I think that AWR Hawkins does a great job of, of, of identifying a lot of the issues. The number one thing, though, that we need to point out is the number one cause of death for children is abortion. Uh, if you add up the number of abortions that have occurred over the last, well, since abortion was, was quote-unquote, made a constitutional right, uh, I guarantee you there are more more people have been killed via abortion than all the other causes of death for children put together. All of them put together times three, right? That's the number of children whose lives have been snuffed out in their mother's womb, period. Now, we, we've we've had, the, we've already, you can disagree. You can say, oh, well, it's not a baby. Well, you know what? It, we, I'll run. Maybe one day I'll replay the whole Bill Burr, uh, car, uh, Bill Burr comedy routine on that. Look, in other words, it's only a baby. It's only not a baby because the mother didn't want it. If the mother wants it, it's a baby. If the mother doesn't want it, well, then it's a fetus. It's a clump of cells that doesn't have any rights. I, I find that incredulous, but that's what some of y'all believe. But that's not even really the argument that A.W.R. Hawkins is making because uh, he makes, I, honestly, some very, some very, very good salient points here. So first of all, he points out that uh, this, is, this false information is something that has been pushed out by the CDC for, for a number of years. It's something that, uh, it's something that, uh, uh, that they've talked about on ABC's The View, uh, Joe Biden has pushed out this number and this information. Uh, everybody under the sun uh, talks about it. But here's the problem with it. And here's a, here's a great one. It says, 
And I'll read this, this part from his piece. Fox News ran a story entitled Guns Now the Leading Cause of Death for U.S. Children per CDC. The story noted the CDC figures show firearms-related deaths of people ages 0 to 19 told 4,368 in 2020. The motor vehicle deaths for the same age range totaled 4,036. And during June 2nd, 2022 speech, Joe Biden reacted to the CDC's figures by claiming guns are the number one killer of children, right? Now, let's move along. But Breitbart's news dug into the CDC's figures and ascertained that the only way to make the claim work is to count 18 and 19-year-olds as children. But if one does a custom search on the CDC website, adjust the category of children to include those aged 0 to 17, only those voting age and military age, the outcome, the outcome completely flips. One sees the number of firearms-related deaths for children 0 to 17 was 2,281 in 2020, while the number of vehicle deaths for that same age was 2,503. Another important point to make is that the false is that the false parameters treating 18 and 19 year olds as children for the benefit of boosting reportable gun death numbers actually works against the left. That is because CDC numbers for children 0 to 19 show that individuals are 27 times more likely to die in accidental car death instead of accidental gun death. Now, what does that mean? It means two things. Number one, they're counting adults as children. All right, let's be clear. At 18, you are legally allowed uh, to vote. You are legally allowed. You are you are held fiscally, uh, civilly, and criminally accountable for the decisions that you make. You can get a credit card. You can live on your own. You don't have to be, quote, unquote, emancipated. You are officially emancipated from your parents. So, number one, these are not children. Uh, the other thing that they're noting is that in the numbers for children who die in car accidents, clearly they left out the 18 and 19 year olds because when you do, you find out that they are 27 times more likely to die in a car accident than you, than they are to die from accident, than they are to die from, uh, from, from gun deaths. Now, I, I I've already told you my old, my old professor once said, uh, yeah, no, uh, you know, there's lies, there's damn lies, and then there's statistics. And this is evidence of the anti-gun community clearly massaging and manipulating statistics in order to fit a narrative. Uh, and, and by the way, the other thing that they're not telling you is the overwhelming majority of those children, even if we do, even if we do talk about the children, and we, even if we include the 18, 19 year olds, the overwhelming majority of them are involved in gang-related or drug-related activities when they are shot. And by the way, some of those actually also include uh, individuals who were the who were shot by police uh, while engaging in once again criminal or drug activity. I'm not saying all, but I'm saying an over. I'm saying the majority, and I think and th those numbers bear out. Uh, but once again, they don't care about the truth because they're going to lie to you. Because they know that if you if you say we're doing it for the children, they know that you will. Uh, they know that you'll cave. They know that you'll say, "Well, but we've got to do it for the children." How about this, right? 
We put armed people around our politicians and they are far less, far less uh, 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 valuable to us than our children. We put, we put armed people around our money, which is also far less, far less uh, uh, valuable than, uh, the, well, far, than our children. So why don't we allow people who have a desire, uh, who've gone through the training, why don't we have those people, why don't we allow in those individuals to be able uh, to be in a position where, uh, to be able to be their own first responders, to be able to defend, uh, uh, to be able to defend our children at school. How about that? No? Bueller? Bueller? Okay, I'm getting no love. All right, let's move right along. In the state of California, they are looking to cap oil profits. That's right, according to the Washington Free Beacon, the legislature has passed a bill uh, that will base, that basically says, look, if you make too much money, if your profit margins are too high, uh, we will then penalize you, right? We will make it so that you cannot make too much money in the state of California. Now, there's a fundamental problem with this because one of the things that they don't do is they don't, uh, I don't want to put this, one thing they don't do is, first of all, they, they don't limit losses. Like oil companies from year to year, depending on what is going on, often take losses. And in this particular, uh, for example, in 2020 and 2019, in 2020, uh, they lost a boatload of cash, billions, tens of billions of dollars, if not hundreds of billions of dollars, uh, oil companies or the oil industry lost uh, during that time. Uh, and now what there's, and so the money that they made in 2021, 22 is making up for those losses. So now what they're saying is if you make too much money, we're going to penalize you. So here's what's going to wind up happening. Let me just tell you what's going to wind up happening with some of these companies. What they're going to do is once they hit a certain point where they believe they're going to max out their profits, they're going to stop refining oil in the state of California. They are going to stop uh, producing or, or drilling for oil in the state of California. That is going to cause a shortage of crude oil and gasoline in the state of California or not, not just in the state of California nationally, right? It's going to cause a shortage of gasoline because we're going to need to import gasoline from somewhere. And Oh, by the way, we're once again, this is going to hit refineries too. We're going to have to find a way to get refineries to change how they produce oil, how they make their oil so that they can make the California version, the, the California formula, of oil, right? They, which means the prices of oil, once again, are going to shoot up through the roof. The price of gasoline is going to shoot up through the roof. And you know who's going to be making the profits? Oil companies outside of California. That is how dumb the members of the California legislature are. That is how dumb the governor of California is, Gavin Mussolini. Doesn't stop to think about that. Doesn't stop to think that, look, if you are going to penalize me for making money, then I am going to make only as much money as I can make. And then I am going to stop, wait for it, wait for it, providing the service or the product that I was making money off of. And when I stop providing that product, good or service, that then creates scarcity. What happens with scarcity? Come on, Econ 101. I know you know this. That's right. Prices go 
I don't get it. I don't get why this is so difficult for them to understand. But it is the reality. It is what is happening. Uh, and unfortunately, the economic illiterates in California, well, in the California legislature, uh, well, they are victimizing the people of California via their ignorance. And it is a sad state, sad state, but it is happening. And oh, by the way, talking about ignorance, let's talk about New York, right? New or let me clarify, New York City. New York City, get a rope. All right, I probably just aged myself, but that's all right, that's all right. Anyway, in New York City, there is a proposal right now, and it's actually moving, moving quickly through the legislature. This proposal would ban height and weight discrimination, uh, uh, discrimination, well, yeah, it would ban height and weight discrimination. So in other words, if you're hiring somebody uh, and, uh, you know, you want them to be a certain height or weight or a certain weight is overweight, then, uh, well, or, or by the way, oh, there's also then public accommodations. Now, here's the one, so they're saying you can't discriminate. So here's the one that, here's the one that, 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 that gets, gets me. And I'm just going to use this one. Because it's the most one I think we can, a lot of us can relate to. So if you're on a plane and uh, some airlines actually will require you, if you are over a certain size, they will require you to purchase two seats because you're going to take up on the plane two seats. And it's really not fair to have somebody uh, who is sitting next to you who also purchased a seat. It's really not fair to have them have to share their seat with you if you are, because you are exceptionally large. Now, I'm not obese, I'm not overweight, but I do tend to have, I do have rather, I slightly wide shoulders, but I do, I try to do a pretty good job. That's why I try to always sit on end seats, uh, you know, try not to be in the seat next to me. But I've been in situations where they've had me and maybe one or two other bigger guys trying to sit next to each other. And it ain't, it ain't fair. It ain't right. And I just, I feel bad for a smaller person who might have to deal with that, who might have to deal with other people sitting in their seats. But according to New York City, that doesn't matter. Now, what's funny is this is all part of the whole, you know, feel good, love you the way you are. But we have a fundamental problem with, with reality once again here in the United States. And, and here's the problem. Obesity is a health issue. Right, 42% of Americans are obese, period, 42%. We just had, we just had a pandemic sweep through the United States where the second most common comorbidity was obesity. The most common was being elderly. The second most common was being obese. And the left, instead of saying, hmm, you know what? Maybe if we talked to people, got them to get out and exercise, got them to eat right, maybe, just maybe, they'll live through COVID. But no, we didn't do that. We said, go get a shot. We told them, don't go see your friends. Don't see your family. Sequester yourself in your home. Cut yourself off from society. No, when they probably should have been saying, you know, and by the way, just so you know, the reason why oh, the reason why obesity it was such a common one is because whether it is respiratory issues or it is cardiovascular issues, uh, which were which are two of the which were two of the leading, uh, which were two of the things that 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 it would affect your cardiovascular system as well as 
your respiratory system, if you can improve your overall health, you improve the likelihood of being able to survive COVID, right? I'm not saying there was a guarantee. I'm just saying you reduce the likelihood, but they don't want to talk about that. No, instead, they just are like, yeah, it's okay to be fat. You know, talking about being, talking about being, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Talking about being healthy, well, that's fat shaming. Talking about taking care of your health, that's fat shaming, uh, at least in their eyes. And that's a problem, as I see it. All right, moving right along, it is time, and we are now at our parting shots. Brought to you by Hog Holsters, helping America wear guns. You can find them at hogholsters.com. Make sure to use the discount code, the rundown, all caps, no spaces, just like it is right here, all caps, no spaces. You don't have to have the quotes, but just use the rundown, all caps, no spaces. Get your discount today. Our first one, well, uh, this had to do with uh, some stuff that we know about the shooter uh, that took place today. A shooter had an NAFO trans and socialist flag targeted a Christian school. Hmm. Sounds like a bunch of right-wing hate to me. No? Yes? Maybe? Okay. How about this one? I'm going to protest that redneck racist shooter, right? You see all of the, they got the, this person has all of the little uh, flags that are above them. And it says shooter was a trans leftist. And yes, I believe we can clearly say that they are a, that the individual was both trans and they were a leftist. They were not a leftist just because they were trans. Okay. Uh, then it's got, this one's got the, uh, the gear shift in reverse. Uh, and it's got the same person now saying, uh, um, der, uh, what do I do now? <laughs> oh, that is hilarious. That is hilarious. That is hilarious. Anyway, moving right along to the next one. Here we go. Bam. All right. And this isn't relative. because the gun control is a partnership between Democrats and criminals. Yeah, that, that's kind of a pretty obvious one. Because you notice, once again, I will tell you this. At the same time they are trying to disarm law-abiding citizens, they're, at the same time they are trying to make it more difficult for you to purchase a firearm to defend yourself, your family, your property. They are letting criminals out on the streets. They are decriminalizing crime and letting them out. And, and the prosecutors, yeah, they are they are, are are writing off, they are suspending those those gun charges, right? They are dismissing those gun charges. So clearly the people that they're after, well, those ha- those, those folks would happen to be us. Yeah, anyway. All right, folks. Well, hey, it's about that time. So I want to thank you guys for tuning in. Uh, before we go, I want to make sure to do another shout out to our sponsors, Hitman Industries. You'll find them at hitmanindustries.net. Rifle and pistol length barrels. Find them there. Uh, CAGOP.org. That's why you'll find the, that's where you'll find the California Republican Assembly. Be a part of California's future today. Hog holsters, helping America wear guns. Get your hog holster. At hogholsters.com, use discount code RUNDOWN, all caps, no spaces. And then uh, combat gear, tactical gear, outdoor gear, wherever you, whatever you are looking for, you'll find it right there at uscombatgear.com. <laughs> anyway, folks, 
I really appreciate you. I appreciate you tuning in. I appreciate you commenting. You folks are the ones who help make this show. If there's a topic that is in the news that you'd like us to talk about, put it in the comments. Uh, and if we can get to it, we'll uh, we'll go ahead and we'll throw it into the next tomorrow's show or the next show or sometime closely after that. And on that note, thank you so much once again for tuning in. Thank you for liking and sharing. And we will be back tomorrow on Hump Day. See you then. <laughs>